podcast about Catholic uh, things. This is, I lost my train of thought. You want to start over? Welcome <laughs> to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the ambassador of common sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the ambassador of nonsense. Welcome, everybody. There's a lot of enemies in the news right now. Did you did you catch uh, Timothy Gordon's uh, podcast with the guy who talked a little bit about, I can't even remember the word that he used, but he talked about apocalypse. Oh, and the catch-a-ton or holding, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was actually pretty interesting. I listened to it today. It was, very, it was very interesting. I thought it was um, interesting. And there's a couple things there I just completely did not know. For example, that the high priest who entered the temple and was not the real high priest. Oh, you mean during the time of, I didn't pick up during on that the time of because I was I working, Malachi, so I had to walk in and out during the podcast. Or, but during the why? time of Christ, no. Um, oh. I guess this is Maccabees. Oh, okay. When a pagan had come into the temple and. I don't know if he he did something there, like, you know, offered up something. I don't know. But another God or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, He was escorted by a high priest, and that was not the real high priest. Ah, okay. The real high priest had been kind of imprisoned by some other guy who claimed to be the high priest. And then he was killed by another guy who then claimed to be the high priest, and that guy escorted the pagan into the temple, into the Holy of Holies, where it was, you know, I mean, because pagans aren't even allowed in there, only the mm-hmm. high priest is, and I think only once a year, isn't that right? Something like that, um, yeah. It was, it's it just, Cause that's you know, where the, the it, arc, it, just, it used to be the Ark, it was the Seat of Mercy, but the Ark, I'm trying to remember the hit, so... By the time of the Maccabees, the Ark had been lost. It had, it actually wasn't lost. It was hidden by Elijah. Uh, no, not Elijah. I'm, I'm, what am I thinking? Uh, Ezekiel. Uh-huh. And, okay. and he, he took some guys and they hid it uh, because there were, you know, the uh, kingdom was going to be, you know, they, they were going into exile. So he hid the Ark and they said, that they tried to leave some uh, markers to try to find it again. He said, no, 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 don't leave any markers. God will reveal it when it's time. Um, well, then we have later, like almost 500 years later, Mary and then Jesus. Um, right. But still in the temple, there was still the Holy of Holies and they only went in there once a year. Right. And uh, it's just that little tidbit of information makes the pontificate of francis a whole lot more interesting kind of weird yeah it, and it, oh wait a minute it's like uh it okay, changes to think about the tone of the conversation when you mm-hmm. talk about is he really the pope because yeah. we got into that discussion over the weekend and people kind of acted like i shouldn't even be talking about it and it's like well <clears throat> why not talk about it it's just it's <clears throat> not like i can judge anything but there's nothing wrong with like putting the question out there because or we're at least to... put in the question, what if? Yeah. And I mean, because if he is the Pope, we're going to have to talk about a whole bunch of other things, mm-hmm. uh, like the Pope's authority and the Pope's uh, protection against fa- uh, fallacy. Mm-hmm. I, we we got to mm-hmm. talk about that now because the Pope's 
like, we always called infallible. He's yeah, kind of he's spoken heresy now. He's done it. close, but yeah, but you know, I, and, I don't know. I, I know that we've always clarified. And growing up, I don't know whether it's um, whether it's because of mom specifically or what, but but growing up, it was always uh, you know we knew infallibility you know had to do with with only uh pronouncements to the universal church only right. with matters of faith and morals didn't mean that he would score 100 percent on a math test you know stuff like that mm-hmm. like um, a morse letizia <laughs> well that's you know, the thing it's I, like, okay, you... a morse letizia and then it's like okay well that's open to interpretation Maybe. so then the the Brazilian bishops say, well, here's how we're interpreted it, and he wrote back and said, yep, that's right, and then made that it's part like, of the document, uh, didn't and then he? made that part of the. Well, he entered it into the the I forget what it, what the name of it is, like the Acta Apostolica yeah. or something like I, that. I'm the, not even a. It's kind of I, like the the church version of the um, uh, CFR, the Code of Federal Regulations. Mm-hmm. The you know the, okay, um, but we've got other things like the. But, catechism uh yeah which i, mean, I, I know it's not stuff. It's like, speak, but it's everything every I mean, single one of these it's like okay well you can take this one and you can dissect it to where somehow it it doesn't violate our doctrine of papal infallibility but when you have them over and over and over again it really makes you start to wonder and, and the thing is that either either something one of three things has to happen because the church explains things. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. She makes things clear to us. And a lot of yeah. times it takes hundreds of years, but that's what she does. So either the church has to re-explain or has to go through each one of these instances and point mm-hmm. out how it doesn't violate mm-hmm. what we've always considered to be doctrine because this doesn't count because he was only speaking to this people or it was, it could be translated a different way. Mm-hmm. Either she does that or she redefines what papal infallibility is. Which or, would be difficult after Vatican one. Right. Or uh, she says this, he won the Pope or, or there's something Which different is, about this. That's kind of like the, the one that, the, the, that, that's the least the offensive least follow-on explanation. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe that's taken the easy way out. You know, I don't uh, know. It could be, I, you know, but the thing is that, you know, we, we trust the church will eventually get it right. That's, that's one of the things um, yeah. that it means to be Catholic. Um, but, but it, yeah, it, you're right. Just, I mean, it, it seems like we have a lot of enemies right now. It boggles and the mind inside and outside of how the very many institutions enemies. that should be protecting us. It's just, I mean, not just the not world just is full of them. Ecclesial, but yeah, a political enemy. I mean, the FBI is the enemy of the average mm-hmm. American now, for example. I, you know, yeah. And we, we grew up thinking these are the good guys, these are the mm-hmm. hardcore good guys that stay undercover that you never know were the good guys. They were yeah. the guys who maybe died for their country that are never celebrated. But it's like, no, they're not dying for our country, yeah. they're spying on us. They're- Mm-hmm. They're trying to eliminate us as a force, uh, yeah, an American they're, force. They're, they're anti-American. Not just spying on us. They're they're trying to find ways to manipulate anything we do into into being criminals somehow. Yeah. Oh, and and it just it goes on and on it, it, into every single 
institution. I mean, it's not just the Vatican. It's in the church up the street, the way the Pope mm-hmm. hand, or the way the priests just shut down the churches uh, during COVID. Yeah. The way some priests are calling the cops on people because they won't wear a mask. Yep. Same the way bishops are shutting down confessions when you have priests who who know their place Find and want to safe and innovative ways to have confessions. This is uh, scary. <clears throat> it makes you feel kind of alone. But we, it's time to look at that. Uh, <clears throat> commandment from Jesus that we can't just ignore. We have to take it seriously. Uh, do good to your enemies. You know, I should have looked up the uh, exact The quote. actual quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. I know it contains, I don't know, I don't remember the, the whole context of what part of the sermon that was, or, or even whether it was in Matthew or John, but he says, love your enemies, do good to those who persecute you. Mm-hmm. Um, it might, he might say like pray for those who persecute you or something like that. He, he, it might be recorded. So this is in Luke, uh, six, mm-hmm. 27. Let me look it up on Bible gateway and then get to the preferred versions. We'll start with the Dewey reams. Yeah. Uh, I've got the, uh, I've got the, um, you get someone else. RSV Catholic Reams. edition right here. Okay. He's so Dewey reams is seven. But I say to you here, I'm sorry, but I say to you that here, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them that uh, calumnate you. Calum, calumnate, I don't even know mm-hmm. that word. Calum, calumny is like, um, you know, let, let, I'm going to look up that word because the reason is because I'm not sure that it make false and defamatory statements about yeah that's what i thought calumny lie about you which is something the left does non-stop oh, and they do it all the, the time. leftist uh the the leftist in the church uh mm-hmm. pope francis lies about in us. the in the revised standard version it just says pray for those who abuse you it doesn't use say calumnate but yeah. abuse. and then it goes into you know if some man strikes you on the cheek offer the other one and so on and so forth yeah. So so those are Jesus's exact words. Um, there are other ones, like in Romans. Um, mm-hmm. Again, let me get to Bible Gateway. Let me get the Dewey Reams. Uh, bless them that persecute you. Bless and not curse. Rejoice mm-hmm. with them that rejoice weep with them that weep in other uh, words have think, have yeah. that sort of human empathy to with all people that if if some if something good happens for someone be happy for them even yeah. if they're not one of the faithful if something Revenge bad happens yourselves. to them mourn with them even if they're not yeah. one of the faithful and then we get to re- revenge not yourselves my dearly beloved but give place unto wrath for it is written Revenge is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. So how does the, okay, so, so, you know, in today's world, there's, there's two, like, kind of 
two things that aren't really answered directly by the way that's worded in the, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. One is, what, what does that mean when you're not the one being persecuted, but rather others who, maybe other Christians being persecuted for being Christians, but, but you look at the world today and you see things like people who just want the country to be a decent country. Right. And they're being, say, persecuted by the FBI. And likewise by the media and likewise by the schools and so forth. So you run into somebody who is wholly on board with thinking that, oh, yeah, you know, these these people, for example, who thinks marriage should be a man and a woman and that a woman shouldn't be allowed to kill her, her baby. Um, they think you need to be locked up or beat up. Well, how do you, uh, when, when, when they're going and beating other people up for thinking that, how, you know, how do you treat them? Where does this commandment to love, right. to do good to them? And is it enough to say, okay, like, you know, the guy that, that um, he was protesting at the abortion clinic, I think it was his son that got pushed and he stepped in and intervened. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it one. was even in the United States. I think it was, was like over in Britain or something like that. But I, I wish I could remember the guy's name. I never remember names and stories. When did like this, this happen? Was, I, well, a few months ago. This guy was like okay. 70 years old or something like that. So he was being and, – and, and even in that scenario, it's like it – the event happened and then went away. It, you know, it was one of those things between the protesters and, you know, the abortion uh, sidewalk uh, workers, the, the, the escorts yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then, like, later, he was surprised to find that suddenly he's being prosecuted for assault. I'm not even sure that the death escort that he got into the thing with was even part of it. It's like, it's like one of these things where the the police or the prosecutor decided to go after him, even though there wasn't this personal desire to do so on the part of the, the abortion clinic worker. But the point is when stuff like this is happening, is it enough to say, well, you know what? I desire that, that cops, that clinic workers, you know, that abortion doctors, whatever, even if they're, you know, even if I have a wayward child and they're going to an abortionist and killing my grandchild, nonetheless, I desire that abortionist's salvation. And I mm-hmm. pray for that abortionist. But there's no way that I'm going to, if I encounter that abortionist, be friendly to him. I'm going to say how could you sleep with yourself yeah. you murderer is that good enough does that count does that does that fulfill the commandment yeah i don't know because we've I, you got know that's the thing it, it's like instances of i mean throughout all of our uh examples of martyrdom the martyrs will do things like like tip the uh axeman that was common in England mm-hmm. to, uh, oh, you're going to chop my head off. Well, here's a tip for okay, your troubles. Okay, here's a tip for you. Wow. Yeah. Um, but then, and does it, know, to pray for the, the executioners. Mm-hmm. But 
I there's also instances of entire but, families being uh well yeah like Saint Rita. Yeah. And and encouraging the other members of the family, don't give up, mm-hmm. don't give up. I you know, I don't know if they're nice Both to Mac- the, I but, think but they like that too, but that's, they held that's on to that person. sense of love your enemies. Um but these are also. But actually, could you imagine, like is... somebody? Okay, the axeman. Okay, the saint who's going to their martyr death, tipping the axeman. But if the saint's father is also a saint, but for some reason isn't being martyred, would mm-hmm. he tip the axeman? Or if the saint's son is a saint, but not being martyred at this particular time, would he tip the axeman? Yeah, here's a tip for cutting my father's head off. I, 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 I don't know. You know, I, 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 I think thinking about that. I, I have a hard time thinking about, it, but I, I think they would. But it changes the question a little bit when it's like, this is not one thing that you're supposed to do that you're being paid to do. This is say the judge who sentenced them to death mm-hmm. for being a Christian. First of oh, all. right, right. I mean, because the, the executioner, he's just he has a job by the state. He's that following was a big his duty. Of it. He's doing yeah. what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and then also, of course, it doesn't mean that you don't. I mean, if you remember the movie, uh, oh, what was it? With the the Saint Thomas More. Uh, oh, a man for all seasons. Man for all seasons. In the end, <laughs> one of my, one he of my keeps, favorites. <laughs> yeah, I still think the the I think I like at least twice as good. I think the uh, Charlton Heston version is better, mm-hmm. which is in moratorium. Good yeah. luck finding it. But really? if somebody really wanted it, they could get a hold of me, and I could find a way to get it. Because I, I mean, I know but, I could find the Paul Schofield version pretty easy. Yeah, because that's still oh, out. Charlton they, Heston loved playing that role too. I, I, it's one of my favorite roles with him. Um, anyway, it, it, you know, he stayed quiet throughout the entire time, and he was always honest with the king. And mm-hmm. I don't know how the real history was. I'm just talking about the movie. He was honest with the king, but he would not talk about all the other stuff. And then finally, mm-hmm. when he knows he's going to death, no matter what. Mm-hmm. He did get up and he did he did say, I, I pray for everyone here, but he pointed his finger at them and told them what they're doing wrong and yeah. told them where they're going. And even his friend, when his friend, will, will you come with us? Will you sign it at least for fellowship's sake? Because all your friends are doing it. And he said, okay. And when, when you're going to heaven, but I'm going to hell for not following my conscience, will you go with me for fellowship's sake? Um, it was a good line. It was an awesome line. I, I forgot. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that that is. A good, I, I don't remember that line. But that I, whole movie is filled with those one-liners, one after mm-hmm. another. And yeah, unless you've seen it like ten times, like I have, you don't pick half up of on them. All just of go, them. they go right I've, past I've seen your it head. like three times. Yeah. Um, but. Obviously, we we do point out to our enemies where they're headed, what's going on. But in things like, let's say, well, again, you you got 
you're protesting abortion and this is happening because I've got a couple news stories. I think one uh, one guy was body slammed by the My. pro aborts. Um, mm-hmm. And I think last week that old lady and like an 80 year old lady in Baltimore got beat up. Uh, they're in the news almost every week now. And we had we had said this is going to get more and more common. They're going to go yeah. after us physically, especially those people who dare to go out on the sidewalk and face evil, uh, you know, nose to nose. Those people who go against them. On the one hand, we've got love your enemy, do good to those who hurt you. But on the other hand, we've also got defend those who can't defend themselves. We have to defend the weak. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of that. And on another way of thinking about this is that you might say we're at war with these people. They consider themselves at war with us. Yeah, that's true. There's there's a, a wartime dynamic that enters into the moral question. You know, during the Roman times, it was like the, the Roman ruler said, this is what is. There was no fighting that. It just is what mm-hmm. it was. When he yeah. says Christians get put to death and that's what happens, and you try to find a way around, but a lot of the Christians would announce their faith so that they could be put to death. Um, but the uh, it's slightly different now because we're actually trying to change that, not just by attesting to the truth, but through legal action and other ways. And part yeah, of that might be laws, physical uh, combat. And, and, and not that we initiate physical combat, but this kind of the reality of, of modern social situations that uh, we can bring pressure, you know, within a neighborhood, within a, mm-hmm. a community, whatever we can bring pressure to bear on an institution of, uh, to, so that if it's done well, they might end up having to close their doors. I mean, think, think about a, yeah. a, a bar today who, who, uh, I don't know. The, let's say the bar was, no, no, I'm thinking about a bar who like openly in, in a, in a, um, modern, um, inner city neighborhood, had explicitly like anti-gay slogans and stuff posted on the walls inside and that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, no, I hate fags. I'm not, I'm not going to cater to them. I don't want them here. I'd rather they stay away. Okay. It would have its, its following, but there, you could guarantee there'd be a bunch of people outside every day protesting and, and trying to bring attention and, Hey, this is a bad place. It should be shut down. And eventually it might have to close its doors just because of all that negative publicity. Because of all the fight, yeah. People would, even people who would want to go there, many of them would be afraid. Oh, I can't, I mean, I agree with them, but I can't actually say that out loud because I'm a coward. Right. Uh, or, uh, yeah, I agree with them and I'll even say it out loud, but I'm not going to walk through that gauntlet of people who are protesting because I'll get eggs thrown at me and everything else. So eventually it might end up shutting down. Well, of course, we're not 
I mean, no abortion protesters actually take it to that level with abortion clinics, but right. it's that kind of, of local community. We want everybody to understand how bad this place is. Now, the bar who doesn't like gays, I don't even think that's bad. But with abortion, we want everybody to understand how bad they are. And so we yeah. bring that kind of attention to them. And, and, and that's when the war that's being fought back. When you've got these sidewalk counselors, um, people should also should understand there are protesters who are there just to have physical presence to say, this neighborhood, this city is not accepting this. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to fight it and yeah. and show signs that show how just how wrong abortion is. But when we're talking about like sidewalk counselors, that's I mean, I don't know if people understand the difference between the two. They're not there to protest. They will protest no. sometimes, but they're but, they're actually to try to talk women into out of having abortion, not scream at them. They're, they're there to talk to them save lives and souls they save the lives of the babies and by getting the mothers to not abort those babies it it begins a process that can end up saving the soul of the mother they're there to to do that and they're often successful yeah um but i I think that actually drives more hatred out of the abortions yeah than just the protesters Um, that that these people who you know the girls are told you know be prepared there's going to be protesters out front and the girls have mm-hmm. this thing in their mind where they're walking through and everybody's right. shouting and everybody's screaming they're just going to close and, their ears yeah. yeah and it's like and then somebody oh, no. says this person God just loves comes up you. And starts talking could yeah. you reconsider this just, yeah we have someone you can talk to we'll help you we'll yeah. do whatever we can um it makes a big difference but mm-hmm. Um, regardless, and that's another thing is that if nobody's there protesting or it's, it's a different setting when a girl is going in for an abortion than if she has to walk through a crowd of people or even drive through a crowd of people, or, you know, I don't know how they would end up doing it so that she didn't have to see them, but she sees them. They're there Mm -hmm. and it means something. And when we're being attacked, it means something else. And when we're fighting back, it starts to mean something else again. And I don't know if it's something that, you know, maybe the best thing is that she's, she walks through, she sees the protesters and she sees the protesters getting the snot beat out of them. Getting maybe that, beat up. Maybe that's like, the best holy thing. Holy cow, what kind of people are these that I'm giving myself over to? Yeah. See, and it's like uh, maybe it, that's the best witness we could give. Is to the one the day abuse. that a protester punches back, that's going to be what's in the news. Look at this protest. Yeah, this like, abortion hey, protest. It, that'll here. be like the camera shot that everybody yeah. sees. And, but we and can't. Not we, the, I, you're not going to see not the protester's that, black though. eye. Yeah. But I mean, I'm done be afraid of being afraid of that. I'm done being afraid of the camera anymore because well, that's um, true. Yeah, they've showed they, us know, how deceitful they are and how even if we don't punch back, yeah, they make yeah, it look they're like still going to say it. So who cares? Yeah. Um, the question is whether we can punch back, <clears throat> and whether we should punch back. And I don't know. I don't. You know, it's but see, that's the whole thing. It's like okay. Um, 
Do we punch back because they punched us? Do we punch back because we think punching back is going to contribute to babies not being killed? Yeah. I, you know, um, th- this is one of those things that, it, you know, in a, in a instance, like, there are still a lot of places where you can, you just, where the uh, protest is peaceful and almost invisible. It's not so much signs yeah. and shouting as just Catholics walking in front of the abortion clinic with their rosaries praying. Right. There's lots of places where that's happening. Or maybe two or three people just sitting outside with a sign. Yeah. Just being there. Like that. But where, where it does get violence, it's like, okay, what are... In the, in the, um, like the immediacy of this situation, if you weren't prepared for it, let's say you, you get fired up, you're not, that's another thing. That's you're not a person this, who's used but... to this. You go to the clinic. I'm going to go and help these guys protest. I'm going to pray my rosary. And, yeah. and then somebody comes and punches you. It's like, whoa, what's going on? Oh, you punch back. That's kind of reflexive, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. That's one kind of thing. But for most people that are kind of in the fight, so to speak, they know what's up. They know what, what right. their particular clinic is like. They know the environment they could expect. So going in, they should already be prepared with what they're going to do in a given situation. Yeah. And it, it is like that. I mean, I mean, I remember I, you know, when we were kids, we went to the protests and then they kind of died down because of all the people going to jail. Uh, and it ended up being just go there once we say the rosary. Um, and after a long time, I went with mom again. I, I can't remember how old I was, probably 20 something. And it's like within five minutes of us being there, some lady just came up and just started cussing her out. And I was like, cussing mom out. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I, she's a woman first of all, so what am I going to do? But so still you can't punch her. She's an older woman. <laughs> and, um, I kind of got after five minutes of listening to them, I realized mom knows what she's doing. She's dealt with this before. This isn't mm-hmm. new. Uh, yeah. She knows what to do. So I just kind of walked away. I mean, I stayed close in case I was needed, but because it was um, a physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, the lady walks away crying. Um, and I talked to her later. She was said, this- she's, she said, I, I have a feeling that woman's, uh, no, that's the thing. She was just walking by. Oh, just a, a she wasn't somebody in the a, neighborhood. Yeah. She was just walking by and saw us and just started, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And uh, it turns out that I think her granddaughter was pregnant mm-hmm. and considering abortion. And mom said, I'm pretty sure she's had an abortion at one time in her life. And, yeah. I, you know. But the thing is, she went away crying. Okay. Yeah. So. I know that people think, oh, you're so cruel to make her feel bad about that. If, if well, that's and what she really didn't. Happened. But you know what? That could be the beginning of her return to normalcy and the beginning even of her finding God. I, you I know, have a feeling it was. I, I mean, uh, she, she was crying not as in you just yelled at me and oh, I'm crying. That wasn't the yeah, cry. No, no, it was no. something it's different. Like, yeah. I've, it was I've exhausted my anger and, and now I'm in tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Hold on a second. I was going to see if they let me bring the baby on, but it looks like he's asleep. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I and I guess let's... On the one hand, as protesters, as someone like us, we should probably be prepared to take a few punches. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I cannot stand and watch an old lady get beat up by a thug. I know. There's a point you at know? which you say, okay, this this is... It, it, no. It doesn't We're have not... to do with, with the issue with Christianity or with Christians accepting abuse. It's like, wait a minute. This, this needs to be stopped in this instance. Right. It becomes physical like that. Yeah. And the same thing that the, the, the kind of attacks that are going on in the church um, when people were, and, and it's not happening as much more because I think people, uh, people, I guess maybe more priests started being prepared, but people mm-hmm. coming in in the middle of mass and causing disruption. Um, I, you know, if you, someone's got to put a stop to it, but yeah, especially uh, for mass. Yeah, we can't just let people disrupt mass. So the men have to be there and serve as guards. To I think that stop. might be a, a new good role for Knights of Columbus. Yeah, fat chance. <laughs> uh, we just uh, we had. Hey, I'm a knight. I'm a third order knight. <laughs> Yeah, I. What happened? Oh, and and actually, honestly, the 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 guys at my council would just completely stand up and and um. Uh, and be knights. What's, what's the word? They they would stand up and be knights in a situation okay. like that. They they wouldn't even hesitate. Well, um, and I'm not even active in the council, but I'm saying my council like that. I don't even know the the night. I mean, they're all old men around here. Um, I did join, but it was like, I don't know. I went to one meeting and then I didn't go back because I didn't really know anyone. Hmm. Um, But there was a confirmation or something. Remember the confirmations? All the knights had all this elaborate costume. I don't know what you call it. You know, they had the hats and the... Yeah, they had the sword, swords yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Those, and those it, are the was, fourth fourth orders. To any young boy, this is that. impressive. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is this is awesome. You know, boys look at the wow. You know, mm-hmm. um, but they this, don't do that anymore. No, it was like they had some gay little they got hat or stupid. something on, and it was it's like like yeah. Is, I mean, it's like, and and in fact, they it's like they quit doing the secrecy, which uh, okay for a kid that was cool. You know, mm-hmm. um, and they now have, I forget. It's it's like, I think you could do like all three orders, like right in one thing really? instead of I didn't even know sense of three orders, progress right? through. Yeah. There's like three orders to the Knights and, and then the fourth oh. order is like, is like patriotism. And that's, that the, those are the ones get that get to wear stuff. the regalia with the sword yeah. and the okay. hats and stuff like that. So. Well, I, I was, I was saddened by it. I was like, yeah, okay, the, I was too. The, the glorified, whatever is gone now, and they're just people there 
I don't know, guys who uh, like it's to just get another and drink club. on the weekends. Yeah, it's, yeah. this is dumb. Um, but it would be neat to have something like that and more organized. The other part is it, you got priests who wouldn't organize it. Priests are such cowards, but I think a lot of them have because mm-hmm. a lot of people tried to disrupt mass and they were booted out real quick. And usually mm. by, I mean, so those priests already have people like kind of, yeah, I, up I think to... when it, when it first started, I think, a, I think the, the better priests started right away and said, all right, this is, this is what I'm going to do and assigned some men or whatever, because mm-hmm. I remember uh, down at, old St. Mary's at downtown in Cincinnati. Um, I dropped my, I had a carload of like four or five teenage boys, actually young adult boys. And I dropped them off and I drove down the road to find a parking place like three blocks away. And I start walking up and then I hear some shouting. And this is right around those times when a lot of people were Mm -hmm. disrupting masses. So I started running. I thought, I don't want to miss out on it. Whatever's going to happen. I just, I want to be, part I want to be a part of it, you know? Um, and I'm so out of shape by the time I got to the church, it's like, you wouldn't be able to do anything anyway. <laughs> Not over with a toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was just some crackhead, meth head, maybe, uh, who thought that we were all demons and had gone in the church screaming and, but the men, uh, in the ushers mm-hmm. were pretty, almost professional, you know, grabbed her, came up, grabbed her, drug her out, and then just, you know, let, let her stay on the sidewalk screaming at us while <clears> they just stood she, there yeah. and wouldn't let her by. And, of course, other men kind of gathered, you know, to in case they could be helped. But um, I don't... I think it's good that we protect our The churches. fact that they were so ready to respond means that they were right. ready to respond. Right. And I think more people should be ready to respond. Mm-hmm. I think probably most people are now. Most men are now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, like if, if, if somebody came in how. and disrupted mass two yeah. years ago, I would have just kind of stood there and not like, known uh, what to do. What, what, what do I do? Should I do something or I should let someone else do something? Yeah. But now I wouldn't now I, mm-hmm. because they've publicized it and now we know. Yeah. And um, it's a difficult situation for mass, especially. I mean, it, it's um, for Protestant Christians. Um, it's not quite the same deal. Somebody comes into a Protestant service and starts screaming and disrupting whatever yeah. the, the minister or pastor or whatever it is, you know, he, he can stop doing what he's doing. He can talk to other people. He can even, engage and, and try to resolve the situation. A priest can't do that. Once right. the mass starts, the priest is not allowed to do anything else but finish the mass. Right. Um, yeah. And, and and the other part Even of it is that... if there's a fire in the building, the priest has to stay and finish mass. We, we look at the entire ritual... In an entirely different manner the way mm-hmm. than they do. They, this yeah. is not a time for us to come together and celebrate supper. I know they're trying to turn it into that, but that's not yeah, what it is. <laughs> this is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's much more holy and the the things used in that are much more holy. This is actually God. Right. You know, we don't let people just come in and take it or whatever. So, but I, I guess we're getting a little bit off here because what this, that's what we learned to do yeah. at mass, but in a, something like a, a protest, um, it's a little bit different. And like you said, if, if our loved ones are being persecuted, um, uh, and I guess I, because like you said, you see good people being suppressed or, okay, like Father James Altman. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good maybe, example. Maybe a little bit, maybe not a good example because he did go out looking for a fight. I don't, I, no, that's the wrong way I'm to say it. I'm not convinced that he did. Uh, I mean, I, I listened to interviews with right. him and I'm not convinced that that's, that's how the, the way you it was. You don't think it was, okay. Uh, I can't, nothing comes to mind, but you know, there, there are people who really, I, I, okay. One, there was a guy on Timothy Gordon's, uh, podcast who was a farmer and Mm -hmm. he suddenly got canceled and, and boycotted because of something he just said kind of offhandedly on Twitter that really wasn't the amount of rage against him and stealing his, uh, livelihood is kind of it's it's a mismatch between mm-hmm. what he did. Even if even if he uh, how do I say this? Um, he did something so small where he wasn't even looking for a fight, and suddenly he's got people taking away his livelihood by encouraging other people to boycott his products. And it's what he said didn't really justify, even if they were in the right, mm-hmm. you know? And oh yeah. Even if, if what he said, like, like wrong, even if, if somebody, it was if wrong we were going to small level boycott someone for being cruel to Catholics but all they said was, I, I don't care for Catholics or something like that. You yeah. Know, it's, like, it's like, well, yeah, I, those Catholics, they believe some weird stuff. And then suddenly yeah. we destroy their life because they said yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. crazy. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. And you see this happening a lot. Uh, these ball players who offhandedly say something about the gays and, and then suddenly, uh, and then suddenly like, their oh, contract is gone. Mm-hmm. I don't care much for them because almost all of them. Uh, gave in and and apologized and once you do that, I, I just don't it's care like about you're, you. You don't belong to don't anybody. Be such anymore. a wuss. You're just for heaven's yeah, sake. <laughs> I say that I've my livelihood has never been uh, challenged or threatened. Yeah, I know that's I that's the thing I think about. But, it. It's like wow, you know, what if you know? I don't know. Would I have the the guts the to stand up and say, nope, this is what I believe. I wouldn't do what they do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't succumb to that. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't think I could, uh, I couldn't feel yeah. like a man after that. I know. I don't know how these guys feel like men. I, I would have a hard time getting through each day, especially mm-hmm. if I had kids. 
Yeah, no, how do you, you know, face them? My kids are how, looking at what's you, a man supposed to do? How do what's you a man supposed to be? To be a model for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wh- whether you're talking about um, boys or girls, because I want girls to find men who uh, are manly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who are at least as strong. manly as I am. If they yeah. find someone more manly, uh, okay. great. That's, but uh... I don't want them to go for wusses and I don't want my boys to be wusses. But so, if I stand yeah, up no, no, and say, I Hey, I was, uh, but these enemies like that. Um, yeah. What do you whole do? Thing I mean, with father the, Pavone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How father can, Frank Pavone. That's the, that's a the Bishop one. who was behind it. And finally Pope Francis, how can we think of mm-hmm. him as anything but an enemy? And, Okay, we got to pray for him. But if we, we ever have to met face to face, his good, his salvation. Yeah. But you I know what? It, that means his repudiation of almost everything that he's stood for or done. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll pray for him to stop doing everything that he's doing. That's my goodwill towards him. Yeah. Does that count? Does that fulfill the commandment? I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, if he, if and, he comes in and, and, and needs to have dinner and I say, okay, I can offer you dinner. I'll serve you. Sit at my table. I'll serve you. But you're going to listen to me tell you, you know, yeah. what a, what yeah, a shit so. you've been. Is that okay? Yeah. And then, I, you <laughs> I know, know, because there are other things. It's like, okay, let's make it more personal. You've got a daughter or a son who is dating someone that you don't approve of in any way um right, heck, them, let's say you, you believe let's say you've down got the a wrong son path. who's gay or something who, who, yeah. who you know and he's being like led down this this gay path with this friend that got him to convince that he's gay now it's like oh wow how do you treat how do you him? deal with this guy yeah i mean it's a man I, he's an enemy um, that's the yeah, thing i mean he's but he's not just he's not just persecuting you he's not just doing wrong to you He's taking your kid and leading him to hell. Right. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, but yeah, the thing is, here's, here's sometimes the thing. you have to sit here and, and figure out a strategy. Either is he leading your kid to hell or did you fail as a parent? Or is your kid just a bad kid? Or is your kid just choosing a bad path? Right. The thing is, here's here's what what because I feel like it's so hard to even think about treating somebody like that with even just a little bit of respect. But I think of St. Monica, you know, St. Augustine, before he like really fully embraced the faith, he was in all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. How do you think St. Monica treated his various pagan friends who would come around with him? Is there any record of that? I don't think there is, but I'm just trying to think, think of, of how she would have treated them. I mean, I read. I don't think she treated them badly. Ago. I don't know. I mean, I don't think she lectured them every time they came over or anything like that. I think, you know, she talked to him a lot. Obviously, Augustine, you can't. You know, this is wrong. You know, right. In fact, there's there's the story of the bishop that said, "Well, maybe you should talk less to your son about God and talk more to God about your son." Which means he, she was at least nagging him. Yeah, she was at least nagging him. Um, but I don't think she was like mean to his friends necessarily, even his like pagan friends. 
Yeah, and it's then, like, wow, how did she do that though? How did she have the strength for that? You get into these weird situations where it's like, okay, if I let's say, okay, I can't just let this person come in and act like I celebrate their presence in my house, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, or in my son or daughter's life. If I if I'm openly hostile then my son or daughter just doesn't come here anymore. Yeah. And then it, they it's just really say, that oh, okay. It's like, I don't dig in deeper or something like that. Maybe that's the best thing. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. It's, and then it's there like, are different levels of that. You know what? Maybe I could just give the cold shoulder and okay. I'll be cordial, but I'm not, gonna you're not going to think that we're friends. Friend. I don't yeah. know. It, that's, a, that's a tough one. Every parent it's... has a problem. Every parent has to decide this on different levels, yeah. you know, not just with and, gay, and which at is... what point, okay. You, when you talk about an enemy, okay. My enemy, let's say there's somebody, cause this is a common theme in the saints. Somebody will defame them or do something mean to them. And then the saint will in turn have an opportunity to serve them in some way. And they'll do it graciously and, you know, with goodwill and so on and so forth. Um, but at what point, setting aside the question of of your child or whatever who's who's becoming, um, uh, I guess, led into this this hell bent path. Yeah. At what point, considering the person themselves, does your treatment of them cross over from treating, you know, doing good to those who persecute you and giving the impression to them that you approve of the manner in which right. they're acting and living so that they get reinforced in that, that you end up pushing them into hell as well. Right. And your good treatment of them. I, where does that line cross? And, and, does Jesus call us to even be aware of that line? Yeah. Because, you know, they, you get too nice to some, some people you got to hit them with a brick to make them even understand that you dislike them. Uh, or that you, or that you disapprove of what they're doing. Or that you disapprove yeah. of what they're doing. And then, you know, and, and they'll say, oh yeah, I know Dan, he, we're good friends. And it's like, why did he think I were, we were good friends? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that I would be this way? Um, usually it's the other way around, though. Usually mm-hmm. even just a little bit of coldness uh, makes them think, oh, he hates me and mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's it's a difficult question, especially when you bring in things like grandkids, because it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, the grandkid didn't do anything. My son chose wrong or my daughter chose wrong. But when another person is involved, it's like this kid didn't do anything. And I want some kind of opportunity to be a part of their life. But you have to keep your mouth shut about certain things in order to do that. Yeah. You have to Uh, welcome their, you know, it's like, okay, you, you have a child and they marry somebody and then they have kids together and they become, you know, some kind of weird cult, uh, you know, Seventh-day Adventists or something yeah. like that. 
It's like, okay, well, in order to see my grandkids, I have to have this person who pulled my child into the Seventh-day Adventists and is raising my grandchild in that. I have to welcome right. them into my house to be able to see my grandkids. Right. Well, and, and that that doesn't even get, I mean, that's that's kind of like a little bit of a side from the love your enemies right. commandment. You know, it's, I, I don't know. I tell you, I sure wish that there were more clues in the gospel and the writings of St. Paul about how to deal with stuff like this. Because I know that we, that our parents and that we, our siblings, all of us have various situations that these kinds of questions apply right. to. Not to mention the broader, you know, political realities, the, the, you know, that, that we get into in, in society and stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, when you bring things like, poly, okay, like, I guess if I'm working with a, a gay man, you know, I, I can, I can be cordial usually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I, you know, a, a, a guy or a girl who is a, a supporter of abortion, it's a little I bit harder, isn't it? Cordial. Yeah, it's I harder. can't even be cordial. Yeah. It's like, like, wait, okay, to, is... to, to to realize that you think that way is like wait tells a me there's, something there's about a barrier you. between us. There's a problem. There's a yeah, mm-hmm. and and for someone like that to be in the family, I if it came to abortion, I would have a hard time saying you you can come into my house. I'd, yeah, especially if it were one of my offspring that was murdered. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would lose all reason to, to, to even want them to, you know, I, I don't know. Except for their own salvation because they may right. come back. I mean, look at, look at that. That's the thing. I mean, when it comes to abortion, it's, it's I feel that way, like on an emotional level, but then I look at yeah. the story of Bernard Nathanson. Who's that? The silent screen doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he estimates that in his time as an abortionist, he probably killed over 70,000 babies. How does that even happen? I know. But, you know, he, he filmed that one with the ultrasound. And this was back in when ultrasound like technology was like right. not what it is today. But through the graininess and everything, he was able to see a baby's scream, the, the, the famous silent scream film. He completely turned around and, and promoted that film. Guys, the, we can't do this. This is inhuman. And it was only on that level. This is inhuman. We can't be doing this. Yeah. He eventually became Catholic before he died. Of course he did. That's the natural path. That's, it is, isn't it? You know? It, so you that's convert, why I think, okay, it's like, if, if he could do yeah. that, any one of my children who gets even to the point where they think that, yeah, abortion is no big deal, they could still come back. Yeah, I I think, though, I would have to put it in a way that, look, I really have a hard time being around you at all right now. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to go to parties that will with shared friends or something and we'll be in the same house in case like that. I just can't have you in my house until you've repented. 
This yeah, is, I mean, well, you, you don't know. seem to understand how bad this was. I think that would probably be my way of saying you know, it. That, and that's it's not. And even, maybe that um, would be the 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 that would be the most um, friendly way to do. It. I mean, that would be. No, I mean that a way to that's not necessarily even a bring wrong them way of doing closer. It. Yeah, because because I, I like you. You remember Aunt Chris? Aunt Chris is actually one that has your particular affections. I don't know Aunt Mom's Chris. sister, Aunt Chris. You got no Aunt Chris. Aunt Chris, Christine. She died T-T? like TT. Aunt TT. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't know. You didn't her. know her as Aunt Chris. I know her as Aunt no, Christine. Aunt TT. Okay. <laughs> okay, Aunt TT. Um. Okay. Anyway, the thing is, you know, she she um. I don't know if married is even the right word, but this this hillbilly junior. Yeah, I don't know if they were like married. Bobby's or just and Chrissy's. Up. Uh, yeah, I mean, to Junior, they were married because he went and took her and took her to his home. That's what yeah. marriage meant to him. It, it was just, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, here's the thing. So Grandpa said, as long as you're, you know, shacked up with that guy, you're not welcome in my house. But here's the thing, and this is what makes me think that she somehow had it together. I, I she, you know, I, I feel more for her that sh- that I wish I want her to have had it all together in the end. Right. Every year on his birthday, she called him to wish him a happy birthday. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And eventually she came back, you know, of course she got away from Junior and stuff and and of course she was married to that Jim Michael guy, but you know, and and came back into the household with the family and everything, but I but remember. the point is, in, you know, it would, what people today would look at grandpa's response and say, oh, that's so horrible. You're so harsh. You just like kissed your daughter goodbye. You'll never hear from her again. Well, no, it didn't actually work but, out that yeah, way. Yeah, she did come back. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be really hard to do that. It would be super nowadays hard Nowadays, because mm-hmm. it's so common. Yeah. It's like, I mean, and that was just every, for shacking up with a guy. That wasn't, yeah. you know, like that was going like, over uh, to the abortion side or what, anything we're like child, that. We're probably talking about seventies. Yeah. Um, we're in two thousand twenties now. I, 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 very few people don't shack up. It's it's an well, epidemic. Yeah. You know, and so to be able to say that is almost a guarantee, especially if you have a large family, <laughs> that all your kids. you're going to be saying it to at least one of your kids. At least half of them. Um, yeah. Uh, it, you know, another part of this, What? how literal do we take the word enemy? Um, I guess well, it's defined. He says, those I, who that, do wrong to you is your yeah, enemy. It's, but it's, like, it's like, okay, those who persecute you that, if I'm fighting the Germans, Germans are my enemy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, we're allowed to shoot them. Well, shoot the Nazis. I guess you I'll just pray can't for their soul. I don't know. Can, yeah. can I can I say my Hail Mary every morning in the fox pit? 
or the fox. Yeah. And then, right. And then, you know, go out on the battlefield and start shooting the rosary, the, the Nazis. Well, I said my rosary for their salvation. Yeah. It, it's a complicated thing. It's, it's, you know, and I honestly, if I'm to boil it down, I honestly think that Jesus was talking more about personal interactions yeah. than a formal sense of enemy because yeah. he gave examples. If a man strikes you in his, in on one cheek, offer him the other. Well, you know, in, in that period of that times, a strike on the cheek was an insult. Aren't so it's like if the... somebody strikes you, somebody insult throws that insult at you. It's like, oh, okay. You offer him the other. What are you saying? Well, that didn't really hurt me. Go ahead and strike my other cheek. You know, I, I'm still going to pray for you. I'm going to do good things for you. If a man presses you into walking one mile with him, go ahead and walk too. If he asks for your cloak, give him your your shirt as well or something like that. I, I forget exactly the wording. But, but yeah. these are all personal interactions. And I think that's where the commandment lies. I thought there was one. Oh, bless those who persecute you, Romans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I get, okay, that it's takes it still, more what we were saying, though. Yeah. Bless them that persecute you. Bless and not curse. Um, and now we're talking about the examples we've been giving, these people who are, persecuting you like you go to the abortion clinic you're you're right. praying your rosary and they come in and you know throw eggs and you at can you bless someone that doesn't mean you don't yeah doesn't always mean you're not allowed to punch them in the face right. but <laughs> you can punch uh, them in the face usually probably I, but but see that's the thing it's like okay if they're if they're like throwing eggs at the 70 year old lady or 80 year old lady who's just praying her rosary Okay, maybe you go punch them in the face or hold up your sign in front of their eggs or something like that. Yeah, at least take the eggs for. But if they're, <laughs> yeah. But if they're. Here's some eggs you can take home and cook up. But um, they're physically attacking. <laughs> but if they're if they're persecuting you, you do oh, enough yeah. to defend yourself without hurting them. Yeah. Perhaps, you know. I, I mean, if you offer them your cheek and. Okay, it's like, hey, wait, what, what are you it. going for here? I'm, I'm just saying a rosary. What do you, what do you need? You know, it, so it's a difficult question, and it's something we're going to have to think about. Was it a commandment? In fact, let me. I'm going to pull back open Luke specifically. Okay. I have to. You have to go to the bathroom, don't you? No, I don't. I gotta get your coffee. I'll be right back. You talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so this in Luke, this follows on the blessings and the woes. So Jesus is giving a series of blessings and woes. He says, you know, he lifts up his eyes to his disciples, and he says, Blessed are you poor, blessed are you that hunger, blessed are you that weep now, blessed when men hate you, but... Woe to you that are rich. Woe to you that are full now. Woe to you that laugh now. Woe to you when all men speak well for you. But I say to you that here, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Uh, Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. For to him who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other. 
and then the cloak, and then um, yeah, give to everyone who begs from you. As you wish that men do to you, do so to them. If you love, and then he gives the point: if you love those who love you, well, so what? Everybody does that, you, even those who aren't of the kingdom. Uh, what distinguishes the kingdom is loving those who do bad to you. But again, this is this is the whole context of this makes me think that it's not like this command with regards to things like state of war and matters of state and that kind of stuff. It's more of a personal interaction thing. Yeah. It's more of a, yeah, Hey, and... if you really want to be of the kingdom, here's the way you got to live. And in a climate like ours, we do have to start seeing uh, people as enemies, mm-hmm. as literal yeah, enemies. Yeah. We, I mean, this this abortion isn't going away. No, it's, it's overturned Roe v. Wade. Now, only, it was a away. small step, and now the real battles can begin. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we have to see it as a battle, and we have to keep fighting, um, or and, keep allowing ourselves to get beat up. Yeah. Um, and you know the thing is, it's like. We you should know, also th- see them as people who need to be defeated. Yeah. It, I, Not I just think, people that... I think Rush... We love you, to change you, their minds, you've but pointed we out Rush Limbaugh was very insightful about this point. Yeah. There are people whose hearts and minds we will not change. We need to be frank about that. We need to acknowledge that and accept it and realize we just need to defeat them. Yeah. I love to change their we're minds, but con- it's not going to happen. We've got to defeat change them. everybody. We need to change the law, the world, the culture, uh, the circumstances in spite yeah. of those who disagree with us. And this is uh, also with the whole gay question because, look, I, I'm not. We were pushed into a corner where it's like, hey, we don't have anything against gays uh, or at least we don't have anything. We don't have anything against gays. We have something against homosexuality, but if a man chooses to do that in his own bedroom, that's his business. And we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to do anything about it. That didn't work. And we have to Mm -hmm. recognize that. And homosexuality as a plague needs to be defeated. Yeah. And not necessarily beat up gays, but the law should reflect a society well, that doesn't accept homosexuality. This is not acceptable ir- and it's wrong. And irrespective of the law, on, on a personal individual basis, on a mm. cultural basis, in, in the, 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 the hum of, of modern cultural conversation, yeah. it needs to be regarded as a plague. Right. That's and, and the people, point. Regardless, you know, I, regardless of what we do about it, regardless of whether we criminalize it or not, it should be treated and regarded as a plague. Oh, you're going to do that? Oh, you're one of those who is plagued. Yeah, they, there should be no gay pride flags out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, gays should be in the closet. They should be afraid to say who they are. Exactly. Not because That's they're afraid of getting exactly. beat up, but because... be. They don't want everyone to think of them so poorly. Mm-hmm. It would 
it should be like pedophiles, you know? They they should be no, yeah. you don't admit that. You or, no one let, everyone let, will hate you. Let's think about racists. Okay, who who goes around today openly yeah. proclaiming that they're in favor of race-based slavery or even just racial legal distinctions? Right. Well, okay, except for <laughs> it's kind of weird because all the liberals are starting to to clamor for that now. Um Yeah, they are. But <laughs> but but it's not but something who, you Let's say let's you know, say white based yeah, racism, a, a, you know, white white privilege or something white like that. White supremacy. Who who, who, who goes around saying that? that? Nobody, because even if you think it interiorly, you keep it to yourself for the most part. Because right. as a society, you know, oh, that's going to disfavor you in everybody's mind, and that's going to affect everything else, all the opportunities that come up in your life if that's known about you. Well, you know what? Maybe Honestly, a couple good old boys sitting around gays. drinking and talk about it, but they wouldn't do that in public, but, even yeah, at a bar. Yeah. But I mean, even in our, you know, in the '90s, even when we were teenagers, and you know, I hung around a lot of good old boys. Every now and then, there's one or two who would use the N word, and the majority of everyone there kind of shamed them for it. To the mm-hmm. point where they stopped using it, you know, and it, they should be ashamed. Yeah. But it should be that way for, for, you know, homosexuality. For homosexuality. It's like, yeah, it should be. Uh, if you think I that's okay, you to should know. not feel like, you know, completely free to state that in front of normal society. Yeah. It should be like, like walking around naked. I mean. Mm-hmm. You yeah, shouldn't it's a, feel you have good a, about like, walking. That's a shame. If you okay, have your clothes off, you should feel embarrassed and, and yeah. open and like, ooh, let me cover up. You know, yeah. you should naturally hey, want to cover those things. Um, but I don't know. So well, anyway. we're getting off topic again, but I don't know. I I think <laughs> we've probably gone on as much as we can about this. Yeah, I don't without... I don't think we have anything to say about the the actual topic, which is the command to love your enemy. Uh, yeah, how that translates than, into all these various situations in the modern world. More of just some things to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think as of right now, because we were starting off with the way... Okay, if you're protesting abortion, uh, maybe exp- understand that it might come up. And mm-hmm. you should be prepared a, either yeah, to take a few punches mm-hmm. or to uh, defend an old lady because yeah. that happens too. Um, what are you going to do if, in various situations? Think about it ahead of time. If you're being persecuted by your bishops or your priests for being a good person. Uh, you got to pray for them. I, yeah. Don't have and, much and options. You got to pray you know, for them. <laughs> I mean, people like Cupich and uh, this this Cardinal oh, Fernandez or whatever. Face. Look, he's they're the enemy. Cardinal he he is face. the enemy. Yeah. The enemy is in control of our of our state right now. The the mm-hmm. state of the church. State being the church, um, yeah, right? It, it is what it is. They they are the enemy. We can't. We have to pray for them, and but I don't think we should stop treating them like the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah. I ever met either you're, you're, of these people face to face, I would say, uh, 
You're the enemy that I'm. You're that the I'm, enemy. You're, you're, you're going do, to that hell. That I'm praying for. You're the enemy that I'm. If doing you don't good change, to. this mm-hmm. is. This leads to hell, and you're leading a lot of people to hell. Right. I'll just keep praying that that doesn't happen. All right. Well, uh, we get into some news here. How about some news. You find something to change. Here. More than an hour here. Huh. be like oh there's the wrench that was a 16 millimeter that's a long wrench it <clears throat> is a long wrench it's a 24 millimeter wrench oh okay this is a 16 millimeter projector uh that i just got and i haven't opened Wait, yet to try that's not the same as the eight millimeter you got earlier right no yeah oh. i had an eight millimeter but I had this roll of film that's stuff. 16 millimeter. That's cool. oh, so okay. I'm like, dang on it. Now I got, I thought the eight millimeter, I didn't know the sizes. So okay. I had, I thought the eight millimeter was what I needed. No, I need a 16 millimeter. So I went out and found one. They sent it. I kind of looked at it real quick, but um, enough to where I could put a piece of that film in there to see what it is one of the pictures i haven't run it yet but it's a church oh <clears throat> so i this might be mom and dad's wedding I don't oh know. oh it's is it color. oh it's film that you have here it's film one single tiny roll of film but oh, it, yeah 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 we we have the it's the a church of mom and dad's wedding uh it's it's the news footage of mom and dad's wedding and it'll show the donkey cart thing but I thought the news footage was in black and white. It is. Oh, maybe not. This is, is this color. Not, this is color? Okay, Whatever this that. is, it's in color. Well, I don't know. Because... And it six, looks when, like an when, awful When were they married? Like 68? Six, I don't know. I guess it would have been That would have been color. That would have been color. Okay. Well, we'll so, find out. Yeah. that's Because uh, I, I remember seeing it. Of course, I didn't have a, a decent... Um, real to, to play it on but I, I remember yeah. having that film and looking at the but but here's the thing so the 8 millimeter projector you got you got this it came with some footage of like this, this like classic Disney yeah. stuff or something yeah there's a little Disney film in there uh, it's a real real early Mickey Mouse um, it's mosquitoes attacking him at a picnic or something like that <laughs> They do these goofy little things. He shoots a bunch of corn at him. He shoots a bunch of peas at him, and it's <laughs> that's kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. I, they just used to have fun with stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the news, uh, let's see. State of emergency is declared on the island of Rhodes, Greece. Uh. Okay, see, so for what the the guard because of the extreme weather, the Guardian says uh, there's a hailstorm that hits northern Italy. Well, wait a minute, what's that got to do with Greece? Um, they're talking about record high uh, temperatures in Europe, and they mention uh, 118 degrees. Which is pretty darn hot. Yeah, it's hot. But I don't know if it's record hot, but it's hot. But this is about them 
evacuating Greece. And when you look more into that, the 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 record the forecasted temperature for that area where they're evacuating is 104. Oh, we've had that before. We've, yeah. I don't know why they're evacuating why for 104. Evacuate? That's dumb. Just drink more water. Yeah. Okay, may, maybe airlift some water. I mean, do they not have water there? Maybe you got to airlift I, some water in they're or something. In the, it's know. an island. They're just, surrounded by water. Yeah, I know, but it's uh, it's salt water. They can't just Okay, but the they water can get water there. They, yeah. Um... Now, NASA, this climatologist from NASA states that 2023 is anticipated to be the hottest month recorded uh, in hundreds or thousands of years because of greenhouse gas emissions. I don't think greenhouse gas emissions are even what's in question anymore. I thought I thought they were calling it other something else now, but... Um, well, the thing is, they were calling it global warming, and then yeah. they realized that, oh, the warming doesn't it's occur warming. during the hot months, and something, you know, trends seem to be, like, all over the place. Oh, we won't call it global warming anymore, we'll call it climate change. Yeah. So, when they, so can, they, when they can manage to manipulate the temperature numbers to create extreme highs they go back to calling it warming because it serves their purpose okay well that's what's going on this Nobel prize winner uh let's see what his name was dr john clauser um he was kind of canceled because he came out and said that he does not believe in man-made climate change <clears throat> Uh, he was uh, he won a no- he physics Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize, Prize in 2022. For that uh, reason? Yeah. Who, who is the IMF? International Monetary Fund? Uh, yeah. So he's canceled by the I. Holy cows. What does that mean? Does canceled that mean the they, they like took his money and, or his ability to have money? What, what, do they mean? Says, what does that mean? Nobel Prize winner is canceled by IMF after denouncing climate change alarmism. Maybe that just means he doesn't get more grants for research or something. That could be. Um, why would the what would the IMF have to do with that? That is so weird. You know, they're all in it together. It's like you know, every institution, especially the state-run ones, are. They seem to work together to, to, you know, I don't know, but I. Oh well. We talked about this when. Here's the thing. We talked. Did we talk? If there's an agency or group out there asking you to surrender freedoms because of a crisis, you would do well to simply disbelieve whatever they say. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe a couple things they say turn out to be true. And you say, oh, yeah, okay, I disbelieved you, but you were right. But in the end, you would do well to disbelieve whatever they say and act accordingly. So, okay, what do you what do you think a wet market is? 
I think of a wet market as you go to like like you know like a farmers market is like where where people bring like their plants that you know their their crops like corn and and asparagus and beans and that kind of right. stuff. To me, a wet market is the same thing for um, meat. Really gross. Okay. Animals, Just you know, meat fish in and, and, and okay. beef and chicken and yeah, like pork. And so like there, that. there was a wet market in Indonesia. Uh, who stopped selling cat and dog meat? Um, I would never have thought. I would never have expected to find cat and dog meat at a wet market. Well, see, they, but it's pretty common in Asian wet markets. I guess so. Yeah. It's uh, the first one in that country to stop selling it, but there's a lot of them in others. You know, and I mean. The China, the remember when they told us the Wuhan virus was from bats mm-hmm. and dogs and cats peeing on the bats and the bats peeing on whatever's under this and and because they all sell meat eating meats and I you know the thing is even pigs are meat eaters yeah but the way we feed them today now. They're not, I don't think they, they, I mean, we tend to feed them grains and stuff instead right. of meats. I think, I don't, maybe not. But I wonder if that had to do with God's prohibition to the Jews to eat pork. That's what I wonder. Because they, 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 I mean, if, if we, I don't know. Because it, it, like, you know, horses don't eat meat. Cows don't eat meat. Cattle, you know, they graze and stuff like that. Goats don't eat deal. meat. Only thing that we eat that eats meat, Fish. basic. Well, okay, chickens. Yeah, chickens will eat meat eat if you want them. If you let them. Bugs. Yeah. There's something different bird. there. Birds. Birds are fundamentally, I think, meat eaters. But like, we wouldn't. We wouldn't eat, say, a, a hawk. Yeah. No, or an eagle. Mm-hmm. Or even a vulture. Nobody eats vultures. Right. Now we will eat. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of which fish-eating birds that we would eat. We eat duck, we which I don't know. But okay. see, the thing is, ducks will eat fish. Does that count as meat? Because we eat fish. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. And fish and eat other fish. And then fish eat fish. Yeah. So does that count as meat or not? I don't know. It seems like there's something different about the metabolism there, though. Because there is something different. Yeah. Um, but cats and dogs are definitely out, and <laughs> I think anything that eats that's meat disgusting. that way, I, we shouldn't be eating yeah. it. I don't know Bears, why. I wouldn't eat bear meat. Right, I wouldn't either. Hmm. Two people killed and four more injured. Okay, so check out this headline. <laughs> All right, read the headline. Two people are killed and four more injured during a mass shooting in Ecuador. Okay. The city's mayor is among those killed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Isn't that dumb? To me, that sounds like you're burying the lead. Why wasn't the headline... This was an assassination. Mayor killed in... (laughs) Yeah, mayor assassinated others... You know, there, there yeah. were some casualties. You know, Mayor yeah. killed five casualties besides. I tell you what, and I, I don't know. It was an AP news story, and you follow the news story, and it says Mayor of Ecuador, Port City, slain in shooting that kills one other, wounds four. But I, I have a feeling that's not what it used to say because 
the headline I think was just cut and pasted into uh, uh, Wikipedia's current events. Oh, okay. And I have a feeling they changed it after they realized how stupid it is. <laughs> so I, I don't know if this is just whoever put oh, it on my. Wikipedia or if this is uh, the AP's original way to say it. <laughs> But it's just, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Mayor among those killed. Oh, yeah. we had this mass shooting and he yeah. accidentally hit the mayor. <laughs> yeah. He was just one of the, one of the guys who got killed. Oh my gosh. United States. So, so they, they are so desirous of, of making yeah. everything into a mass shooting. They make it so obvious too. Mm-hmm. United States Justice Department files a lawsuit against the state of Texas for placing buoys in the Rio Grande as part of the state's effort to deter migrants from crossing into the U.S. Buoys? You said like boys, you mean like buoys, like floaters? Yeah. Okay, Ooh, not, boys. not boys like, like your sons or something. Right, they're not throwing kids in there. <laughs> <laughs> Take all these kids and throw them in the Rio Grande. That'll, That'll keep, keep them out. <laughs> okay, so, okay, wait a minute, though. So they, they put these buoys in the Rio Grande to I don't try know to protect like immigrants. nets between them or Like illegal immigrants, or, or maybe they're just yeah. sensors or whatever. That could be, yeah. And so there was a problem with this? Uh, according to the United States Justice Department, they're filing a lawsuit. Heaven's sakes! Why are you filing a lawsuit? So, so bad. Hey, we have these laws, but if anybody tries to enforce them, we're going to file a lawsuit against them. It's insane. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know about Well, this. you know why? It's because that's one of the paths for human traffickers, and they need to make sure those paths stay open. It, it is. I I'm going to bring that up every time this kind of stuff, crap comes up because that right. is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know the James Webb Telescope? Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's at the Lagrange point? NASA's claiming that it detects water vapor in a distant planet-forming area. I would love to know how... I, I would love to be capable of understanding the math that they are going through in order to come to that conclusion. And I, I really hope that to... it's, I really hope that it's right. Yeah. I would love to be able to cool. trust the math. I, I want that... to be able to trust that. Uh, They're well, wrong uh, about so many piddly things that it I know makes it's me hard. think, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? NASA's right about more than any other federal agency today. Except when it comes to climate change. For some reason, they've hooked into the climate change. Yeah, I, I think know, it's you know how why? they get money. I know. That's what I was going to say. Don't ignore everything climate change because that's that's how they get their money. But when it comes yeah. to cosmology and stuff like that, I think, I think NASA is more reliable than any other government agency in the United States. Yeah. Well, here's a continuation from last week. 51... Pilot whales are found dead after beaching themselves on a beach near Albany, uh, Australia. Oh, we talked about that. I went and looked that up real yeah. quick. This is part of another. There was per year? there was forty something. Uh, I can't remember what city this was in. Uh, 
I can't find out. 42 pilot whales last week in uh, Scotland, United Kingdom. Oh, okay. This is in Australia. Yeah, that's like way different um, parts of the world. And then they were comparing it to last year. There was like 500 in New Zealand. Well, I, I, went, I did a quick Google how many whales of whatever kind, just how many whales per year get beached. And apparently it's like 2,000 per year, which is like 40 wow. per week. Again, I wonder if, if we're allowed to use them for all the things that yeah, are I mean, if they die once they the get beached, I guess the thing is, if you say okay, yeah, if they if they beach themselves and they die, the local community should be able to use them, and I think they completely should. I mean, that's, you know, but then here's it's like, where that stuff goes. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say something like tusks, elephant, ivory. Yeah. Um, internationally. Ivory is banned. You cannot buy and sell ivory. At all. Okay. I didn't but know if that. if you have a dead elephant, I mean, you're not going to throw them tusks away. You've got some pretty valuable. Mm -hmm. So certain people who are certified are allowed to process, say, a dead elephant. Other way is if you find a uh, mammoth tusk, you can sell that as ivory. And I mean, like a decent sized tusk, you know, two or three, two feet big. Mm -hmm. um, you can buy them usually for around anywhere from a thousand to a couple thousand dollars. Um, and you would have some kind of certification that this is a mammoth tusk and not an elephant tusk oh, okay. to be allowed to trade or make whatever you're going to make out of it and be allowed to sell it. So if you've got whales, <clears throat> There's going to be a lot more whale product coming from dead whales than there would be from elephants. You know, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, whales are bigger than thousand a year. But the thing is, it would go to a certain company who would be so controlled, and it would be like the local community would probably get nothing out of it. Well, see, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it's like if you're going to say, okay, it should benefit the local community. I mean, those are the people who made their lives there on the, the seaports, the beaches, whatever. Yeah. And a lot and of them those made their whales are whaling. part of their life. They should be yeah. the ones who get the benefit from these these whale beachings or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember okay, I remember a Encyclopedia Brown story where he had found whale vomit. Yes. And whale vomit is used for perfume. Yep. I wonder if it was expensive. Is and, that and still how they make uh, perfume? Oh well, you know they make perfumes out of all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, I know. I think, but is is the expensive perfume still, used? still? I don't know. I don't know. That that would be a, and, an interesting. Uh, I want to try to look that up before our next podcast. It would out. be neat. Like, let's say I'm retired and I want to find something to do. I I would. Okay, let's find out how to get whale vomit so mm -hmm. that I can sell it and make money. Because you don't know. kill the whales for that. This is like the right. whales vomit it and then it washes up on shore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you make a, you know, put some kind of vomiting medicine in the water. By the way, do you remember how vomit. Encyclopedia Brown caught the kid? Uh, no. <laughs> it, it had to do with the direction of the wind. So like during the day... Uh. 
uh, it ha like like the sea warms and cools like s slower than the land. So during yeah. during the night, the land is cools down, and then during the day, the wind is blowing from the sea in towards the land because the land is let's see. No, it's blowing from the land out towards the sea, or something like Either that. Either way, it's the change of the wind. Whichever, direction. whichever way okay. it was. But the kids, yeah. the the bugs meanie said he was chasing the uh, something in a certain yeah. direction, and, and he, he found the it. ambergris, and yeah. it was the wrong direction for that time of the day. I used to like those stories. I I had a, I had quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. um, Kevin McCartney saying that Biden could face impeachment after all these, you know, all the new corruption comes out in these cases that we've been talking about. It's not going to happen. With McCarthy. I don't think it's going to happen unless. Not happen. With McCarthy in charge, no way. Okay, he's you know, a, I, I, he's a wuss. Oh, I, I saw his press interview and, and he was talking strong about it. He's like, well, look, I mean, Biden did this and this, and we know this now, and it's like we need to do something about it. We can't just ignore it. And so, but He's Owen Schroer had some interesting, yeah, I was cutting that camera out, uh, had some interesting things to say about this. Um, some people are saying that Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom is going to be who runs and they're they're going to get rid of biden whether they do it because of this or because he's just too old they're going to get rid of biden and it's going to be obama newsom that's going to so be so michelle's ticket. going to be running the, the for the president and newsom will be her running mate right that would um, be a completely evil ticket yeah uh so his thought was, let's impeach President Biden, first of all, so that Obama is not the first female president. Let let this moment. Oh, uh, let be Kamala the first Harris, president. then you don't yeah. have that historical moment as a right. reason for anybody to vote for Obama, Michelle Obama. Yeah. I thought that, that that's I That's like actually that. thinking a little bit, isn't it? That's that's yeah. That surprises like that. me. Okay, okay. And then, uh, did you hear about Obama's uh, chef? <laughs> no. So Which Obama? They, both of them. Uh, okay, the, the Obama was, chef? No, I haven't. The Obama that. chef uh, on his place in Martha Vineyard. I guess uh -huh. there's an area outside like a, I don't know, what is that? A bay or a lake or water uh, was found drowned. Oh, wow. Like real close to the Obama's estate. The chef $12 million dollar estate. Um, it's in eight feet of water. He was supposedly paddle boarding. I don't quite know what that is, but you paddle around on a board, I guess. But it was Except only eight feet like of water you, and you he was found drowned. You and you like, use an oar and paddle or something like that? I, yeah, I don't know something like that. Is. Um, it's like surfing without waves, maybe? Yeah. And it's like... It's I like this, the surfboard equivalent of of uh, cross country skiing, maybe. So they, he's found dead. Uh, a lot of people, you know, I, I mean, 
Someone close to one of the presidents, especially Democrats, are found dead. There's all kinds of conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't really care. But um, you just couldn't swim. Some people are saying that he saw Michelle Obama's wiener, and that's why he's dead. Say that again. He saw Michelle Obama's because a lot of people say Michelle Obama's a guy, not a girl. Oh, okay. I I, so, I I did not even... Okay. I thought you said Michelle Obama's a wiener, and I thought, Woody, come again? <laughs> that's why the guy's dead. I don't know. He saw something about Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama plans to run, mm -hmm. and that's why he's dead. And if it's I found out that she's actually um, a dude, that would be a big problem. But the thing is, she... she I mean, she would have to have been a, a dude posing as a non-dude for a really long, a long time. time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I know. I don't think, I think that's it's something you could keep a, a lid on. There are probably people who believe it, but I think for most I don't people, think it's just that a doesn't joke. make sense to me. Um, <laughs> but like maybe he really saw her hot dog in a anyway, bar or something. Like, I don't know. There does seem to be questions that aren't being answered about it. Like, why did well, this guy drown thing. in eight feet of water? Uh, he could swim. Well, and he was paddleboarding. What? I mean, why would he drown? I know. Well, there, I mean, I don't first, know why the eight feet is. I mean, eight feet is over anybody's head. If you can swim in eight feet of water, you can swim in a thousand feet of water. Yeah, I eight, guess eight it, feet it, and eight ten thousand feet. There's no difference. The only difference um, about it being eight feet is that he may have seen something on the on the floor and decided, mm -hmm. I want to go get that and dove in, maybe. Uh, oh, okay. So that, I can see the AP. Okay. The question is, why was he off of his paddleboard? Some people said he was alone. Another group is saying that he was with someone. And the story keeps changing. Some people okay. are saying that he can't swim, but we've got videos of him swimming. Uh, some people say the Obamas weren't home. Other people are saying the Obamas were home. The story keeps kind of changing. And so... I'm starting to wonder if sounds like sounds like the whole Obama birther thing the, the stories kept changing. Yeah, well, I I wonder if this is just bait for people um, to come up with conspiracy theories and then turn around and show them how stupid it, it you know. Well, Remember just the like the, what's the guy who, who was supposed to have been the football player or whatever. Yeah. I, and it's, I said back then, thing. yeah, they're not showing him. They could easily do a quick mm -hmm. video to show exactly who hey he guys, was. Here I am. And people will stop know, talking about okay. it. But they but didn't they did. do that. Instead, they let the, the theories grow. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and so that they could come out and say, "Look how dumb these people are." I yeah, think the I, same I think thing it's might same. be happening here. It's like, I think they're just know. taking advantage of this dead mm -hmm. chef. Oh yeah. well. Uh, let's see. The what fact is, the chef is dead. God rest his soul. Yeah. yeah I, he shouldn't have been working look, for the Obamas. No, you shouldn't. No one should work for the Obamas. LeBron James's son, who's on, I guess he's on Is his he way from being player? a LeBron, basketball player. LeBron yeah. is a basketball player, right? Uh, he, he was in, uh, he's in college basketball, I guess. Mm -hmm. And Makes he sense. collapsed. Oh, Car whoa. Cardiac arrest. On the, like on the court or just... Yeah, people. on the court. Uh, Eighteen-year-old uh, son. I, uh, I think right now he's alive. Okay. All yeah, right. he's still alive. Through. McDonald's High School All-Star. 
and uh, wow. wow, I don't know. It's the same question in everybody's mind. You, the first thing people ask when you, it's not normal for 18 year olds to kill over. Did cardiac he have arrest. the vaccine? Did he get the yeah. COVID shot? I'm pretty sure did he did. did he get the jab. I remember LeBron making a big deal over mm-hmm. the yeah. vaccine. Yeah, speaking of LeBron, real quick, did you ever see the movie Space Jam? It was kind of like one of those hybrid cartoons with real. um, No. Okay. It it was. I I actually recommend seeing it. It it had uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Uh and it involved a basketball game, and at, at at stake was the enslavement of. I don't, I don't know whether it was the whole world or just the, the cartoon basketball players along with Michael Jordan or what, but, but you know, he flew in with them. Anyway, it was a charming a movie. It was fun to watch. And honestly, Michael Jordan is fun to watch act. I, you know, I'm just going to say that. Um, apparently, there's a Space Jam 2 with LeBron that even just the trailers that I saw at a movie theater once, it's like, I don't even want to see that movie. It was... I don't, you no, know, it was kind of weird. I, <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, I wish the best for his son. I hope he recovers. I hope they found out yeah. what caused this collapse. Meanwhile, uh, let's see, what's his name? Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. had iced tea. Ice tea? Oh, the act, the rapper actor, yeah. iced tea? Ice. Ice Cube, I'm sorry. Oh, Ice, ice Cube. cube. I, okay. I don't know why I said Ice Tea. Had Ice oh, Cube no. on, and he had given up $9 million rather than take the COVID jab. I don't know if ice this cube was part did? of like a, yeah, part of a record deal or oh, something. Okay. But he wow. said, no, I'm not going to. He turned down a $9 him. million dollar job. Actually, you know, smart of him. He probably knew, yeah. he probably had very well paid advisors. Yeah, that that's the Good thing you gotta think about. And the fact mm-hmm. that he's giving up nine million dollars means he has many more million dollars, and he's yeah. got very well paid advisors. Everybody should think about that. Uh, speaking of big stars, did you hear your your girlfriend died? My girlfriend, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead, Sh- Sh- oh gosh. <laughs> I used to like her when I was in college. Yeah, you had a crush on her <laughs> no, no, for some I reason. The thing is, I did. I remember like, you just talking about her. I liked her music. Like, Honestly, I, I liked it. her music when I was in college. I, I kind of liked her music too, but I saw her and you. And it's like, and then you she had came to deal out with, with her eyes. You had, like, oh, I thought she had pretty eyes. She had pretty eyes. I cover up her cue ball head. Just you know, I, I thought she had beautiful eyes, but okay. well, you know, whatever. I can't She's say dead. that. She's dead. What did she die? Yeah. They're not telling us what she died of, mm. but she had a son who committed suicide My gosh. recently. Or recently. Um, anyway, she was 56 years old. She wasn't that old. Not old at all. Wow. Yeah. But she was famous for the Pope John Paul II. I know, the whole ripped picture. And it was so dumb. I don't enemy. even know what what it, it even like, meant. I know. Fight the real enemy. I know. I, mean, I don't what, even know. What, what does that mean? Yeah, she, I think she didn't even know what it meant. I, I think I think she was people, being used by Could be, people. but I, people I don't think who she knew are what it against meant. the church. Yeah. 
are so dumb in their accusations. Well, that's true. That's true. It's like the Pope controls everything. I I heard a guy calling a talk show talking about how the Jesuits control everything now. He said it's not the Jews, it's the Jesuits, and it's like. Eh. Hey guys, what do you, you don't realize the Jesuits are just like the, the the current name of the Jews. You just don't <laughs> know it yet. <laughs> I mean, they both begin with J, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Jesuits, uh, Jesuits Santa Clara University and hundreds of other colleges are still mandating COVID-19 shots. Oh, wow. Of course they would. Because Jesuits are... It's idiotic. I don't know. I, I don't know why anybody's there. Jesuits I don't, I don't know why these smart. college students are succumbing to this. I, I would just... Don't do it. I am so proud of both of my sons who resisted the COVID shot. One of them, to get a degree from Purdue, he said, nope, I'm not going to get the shot. And they said, well, okay, every week you have to go and get tested then. And he would stand yeah. in these long lines to, in order to stay in the Purdue program. Yeah. And he did that and put up with it. And now with all this crap coming out about the shot and its effects and stuff, it's like, I'm so proud of him for being willing to do that instead of getting the shot. If I were a college student, I would just, I would not get the shot and take whatever consequences (laughs) and then sue the pants off of these colleges. Afterwards, yeah. And say, look, we know now why I didn't take the COVID shot. Now there's proof. Uh, you owe me some money. Well, not well. Gosh, heaven's sakes. Or a career. Okay, you you owe you owe me some money. Well, he did get his degree and everything, so that's fine. But yeah. think about all the people that went and got the shot. And yeah. Now, what kind of problems are they are they going to see down the line? What kind of problems have they already seen? I think there is a massive class action out there waiting to happen. Okay, against here's Pfizer the thing. and against the government. And Pfizer's the protected. Various... The government protected Pfizer. I know. Pfizer. They, I know Pfizer's protected. But I don't think employees are protected. No. And universities. So they should be sued. Yep. Uh, let's see. Louisiana bans transgender mutilation of children, overriding the Democrat uh, governor's veto. Good. We're into life side news stories mm-hmm. now. Uh, Maine. Maine's Democrat governor signs a bill legalizing abortion up to the moment of birth. So, I, well, this is Maine. This is Maine. I, I would gosh, expect it yeah, there. New England, north, northeast. In Oregon, girls under 15 years old can now get abortions without parental consent. Oregon is the bad of the bad of. of I, well, or, I mean, the yeah. whole Northwest state, yeah. Oregon, Washington. Uh, again. Since we're on to states, uh, Ohio, we're going to be voting on abortion in November. But aside from that, We've got the August thing. There's an August thing. You need to go and vote yes on whatever issue it is. I can't even remember the name of the issue now. But it, it's going to make it if if enough people vote yes in this one, it will make it harder to change the abortion law later. And they'd have to get much more than 51 or 50.1%. So I got this this text message on my phone. I I get text messages that are like from Ohio regarding politics and stuff. I think somehow, you know, because I have a 513 area code. It said, 
do you, and it was like from some random number, do you plan to vote in the Ohio special election on August 8th? I think that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. A, yes. B, no. C, unsure. Reply A, B, C, let us know. I said, I am not in Ohio, but I would vote against altering the rules of changing the Ohio Constitution. That was my response. Uh, A company called In-N-Out Burger, which I've never heard of. It's a chain. And employees in five different states, they banned employees from wearing masks. Cool. So if I don't you, want to see masks when I go up to order I've food. I've never seen an In-N-Out burger, but I've never if you buy one... If I see one, I'll buy a burger from them. Yeah. Um, Chinese... Carnuts, uh, yes. Masks, no. So the Chinese Communist Party selected the bishop, which Pope Francis allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this last week, right? A former cardinal from Shanghai spent three decades in a communist prison cell from 55 to 85 for refusing to bend to the atheistic uh, Chinese and Francis is allowing them communist to party bishops yeah this is China. pathetic um, wow these guys are the enemies yeah talk about enemies enemies that yeah. that you we we should not be I yeah. okay we should pray for them. If we encounter them on an individual basis, we should do good to them while we tell them what enemies they are. But Um, they need to be defeated. We talked about the supporter getting uh, body slammed on the sidewalk with the uh, from the Mm -hmm. pro-abort people. Uh, Pope Francis hosted a pro-abortion WHO director uh, in private Vatican meeting. I think this is the second time he's had this leader. Director General, I think. Oh, Uh, WHO? Dr. Tedros, T-E-D-R-O-S. They had met in 2018. He's back now with a private meeting with the Vatican to discuss health care. What does that mean? What? disgusting. What health care? I mean, other than abortion... What health care is he discussing with the Vatican? Yeah, it's abortion. Uh, speaking of abortion and health care, um, let's see, where is it? United Church of Christ issues a resolution declaring abortion as health care. Well, okay. United Church of Christers, you now know where your community, your fellowship, your whatever stands yeah uh find your nearest catholic church start talking to a priest figure out how to become catholic yeah uh we we've got the best we have the lord in our weekly mass just kind of shield your nobody else has that francis we have the lord nobody else has that uh you know, this was a story that kind of caught my eyes. There was a teenager in, let's see, where was this? A teenager had illegally aborted a baby okay. with the help of her grandmother. Oh, wow. Ooh, Man, what wow. a terrible oh, grandma. Gosh, grandma. Uh, and then Killed had burned the remains. And this is in Nebraska. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Had burned the remains and 
I, is this I think recently? He was sentenced to 90 days. Yeah, this is this week. Uh, 90 days in prison after pleading guilty to the charge of concealing human remains. How about the charge I mean, of what, killing what, a human? She, she killed the human and then concealed the remains. She's she's charged, the only charge she's with is concealing human remains. Um, but not if, killing a human. If the law is acknowledging they're human remains, then then killing the human. How about the conspiracy the to kill a human? Yeah. Did you, okay. I don't know this guy. I'm not going to talk about this. Mike Pence mm -hmm. claims that he it would support a federal law allowing abortion up to 15 weeks. How would that work? What, what, I don't even what get that. that. Like? How can a law allow abortion? Laws restrict things. They don't yeah. allow things. They, they either restrict or compel. So they restrict the state from outlawing abortion after and And weeks, which of the 18 enumerated powers of Congress in the Constitution would this fall under? Yeah, I don't know. It's the same... Uh, it's the same it, argument against Roe v. Wade. Yeah, and it's just it's stupid. a stupidity. Okay, Mike we, Pence is not an we overturned powerhouse. That. Uh, don't don't bring us back to a, a place where we. I mean, we already overturned yeah, that. We that's already done. said no. You States, can't do that. Where it belongs. Yeah. Let's move forward with that battle. Uh, let's see. Hunter Biden pleads. Okay, so remember Hunter Biden got this sweet plea deal? It sounded like for all the crap he had done. I think there was some IRS stuff. There was buying a gun without having been an addict. And uh, he was offered a plea deal, but apparently the judge refused to sign on to it. So what and does that mean? So now you know Hunter Biden pled plea, not he's guilty. He's going to have to go put he has to go to trial. The trial. All right. Yeah. That's kind of interesting cuz usually yeah. plea deals if the prosecutor's okay with it the judge yeah. usually says, "All right, we'll Fine. do it." But the judge said no. <laughs> That's um, interesting. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, I like I said. I think they're throwing the Bidens under the bus. I, just, I think yeah. they let them make all their billions <clears throat> of dollars think, in, I, I, in you know, Ukraine. I, think, I mean, gosh, now that you've brought out McCarthy's suggestion, let's make it so that Michelle would not be the first woman. Not only the first yeah. woman, but not the first black woman president. Because yeah. Kamala Harris is black too, isn't she? Yeah, I think. Uh, Even I think though her like grandfather idea. owned slaves or something like that. So we could say, "Oh, you want another woman president?" Remember how that? But see, I, see, I think the Harris. same thing about Obama. Um, what do you mean? How come people don't recognize how bad of a president was? I guess things didn't fall apart the way they are falling apart now with Biden. Uh, things did fall apart, but it was in a safe way. I no, take no, that no, back. I agree. I lost my job during Obama's reign. I have never lost a job during a Republican president's I know, reign. But the, I know, but that's a that's you as an, an, an individual it wasn't thing. Like when you look bad. at the country as a whole, 
the, the healthcare system, went to pots. Uh, the healthcare went to pots, but the system uh, was still strong enough to withstand all the even eight years the attacks yeah the eight years of Obama and then but the thing is Obama had set a bunch of stuff in motion that even though Trump was accomplishing things boy he had such resistance so that after four years of Trump and then we switch back to Biden which is an Obama 2.0 yeah Okay, now this is the real Obama's America. That's what people need That's to understand. That's what this is. This is not Bidenomics. No, this is, this Obama-nomics. is Obamanomics. People need to get this down, and I, I don't Especially think Especially when you consider voting for something like Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Pope Francis proposes to meet the Russian Orthodox Patriarch in... Patriarch... In Moscow, isn't this doesn't this have He's something to, to do go with to the, the Garabandel, like Well, the people who are like interested that? in that prophecy are interested in this. I'm not because, particularly interested. I mean, I, I remember the Garabandel, yeah. and it, because I mean, we grew up in the whole three days darkness and yeah. all the you know the, the stuff. It's like I don't really believe that. that people were crazy. A lot of yeah. people nowadays don't understand how crazy it was. Really uh, crazy. Trad Catholics yeah. went. Yeah. Because trad Catholics didn't have a good. They didn't have what they have now. We have a base now. Mm-hmm. We have other people that, and, and we have leaders within the whole trad system. It's not even elected leaders. We have people like Taylor Marshall who has half a brain at least mm-hmm. and can kind of say, okay, no guys, don't don't get all upset about this. And, you I don't mean, need I to prepare for, Tell even if Marshall they believe in the three about days. Garibundel, but he, he yeah. doesn't like go out whole hog and he doesn't sell make a it his life or anything. That, we had people like yeah. uh, Bud McFarlane who was like so I into think it. He was like, thought his books, uh, Pierced by a Sword and Conceived the other one he wrote this without sin without sin I I think he really thought those like I think he bought whole hog into the whole Y2K is gonna be the apocalypse right he he thought it was coming real soon I I mean I think we're gonna find out that okay this is a bad time and 70 years from now two generations from now we're going to find out that this was a inflection point. We return to, you know, real Catholicism. And then we move forward with the world and and start doing awesome things. I think so too. Populating the galaxy and crap like that. I I think that would be cool. But we'll see. Maybe this is it. Maybe this planet. And is you all know, we if, had, I mean, if and, this is it, and and this is what God has planned, I'll be okay with that too. Yeah, I'll be happy with that. But um, okay, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, I got. <laughs> I only have three things. This is kind of. Um. Okay, I need to find. Where's my? Okay, did you get my uh, email with the newses, by the way? Yeah, let me see here. Okay, let me get my... I, I have my, my mail system set up. I don't have it so that it, like, every 10 minutes actually refreshes. I just have to do it by hand. Yeah. All right, so first one... 
<clears throat> so it's kind of funny because you talked about walking around like nude earlier. Yeah. Um, apparently there's a thing in New York where there's this artist, fellow named Andy Gollum. Almost Gollum. You think Gollum? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, Gollum. Gollum. G O L U B. G O L U B. G O L U M. Um, yeah, anyway, I guess he invites people to come up nude and he paints their bodies and then they walk around and, and expose themselves for a little while painted. Mm -hmm. And this is on a particular Sunday in New York. Uh, but he. This isn't because of some like change in state law or anything. He's just decided, you know what? I, I need to move on to other he stuff. To do it. So this okay. is the last time I'm going to do this. So anyway, uh, Sunday's body painting is finished. The participating artist models will march through Greenwich Village, pose for a photo in Washington Square Park, ride a double-decker bus over the Manhattan Bridge, and end the day with a party in Brooklyn. Somebody will take his place. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's I I I, I gotta think, think they will, but it's I kind of it would be fine if they don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, says, I, I don't know. I I still think this just this stuff should be illegal. You'll uh, find there's a lot of people. Th listen to this quote. This is so stupid. You'll find there's a lot of people that have been really impacted positively. I don't know what that means. Mostly uh, models. They got horny. I guess maybe that's a positive, like positive impact. I got a horny. I got to yeah. see other ladies' butts with paint on them. Yeah, Mostly okay. models, but also artists. But yeah, I guess artists could, you know, I mean, they get to see it up close and personal, and they're actually putting their brushes on the the naked bodies. So they yeah, it'd be neat to paint. Uh, okay. And feeling that they've come out of their skin. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I guess if you get horny enough, you can feel like you're come out of your skin. And it's so. been like a really positive experience, really celebrating freedom. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, to me, that, that all spells lust. Everything he said in that yeah. quote spells lust. All right. Yeah. So this is just kind of a fun... Okay, so did you have to read The Old Man and the Sea, and the sea in um, high school? Or, or even in grade school, like in, in Mr. Hour's class? No. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I did. I had to re read the... And honestly, I gotta I gotta admit, I like the guy's writing, at least what of it that I've read. Okay. But in Key West, Florida, there is a Ernest Hemingway look-alike competition. I have never seen what Ernest Hemingway looks like. Well, you know, if you look at pictures of him... There are pictures in this article that I sent, and there's... Like, if you go down to the second picture, there's a photograph. The photograph is the actual oh, okay. Ernest Hemingway. All right. Do you know who he looks like to me? No. Philip K. Dick. You know? Oh, my gosh. Now that you say that, yes. I can If I saw see them that. here, I would be like, oh, it's a Philip K. Dick lookalike contest. <laughs> okay. You know what? We need to start that. Where, where did Philip K. Yeah, Dick Yeah, we should have a Philip K. Dick. I don't know anyone who looks like Philip K. Dick. But I know, I guess, but where did you know he live? what? Uh, California. Oh, shoot. Okay. Around, like... Because, I mean, I know Ernest Hemingway spent time, like, down in Florida and stuff like that. But we could do yeah. that. We could have, like... We could, like... This is apparently connected with a bar. Um, oh, okay. The Sloppy Joe's if Bar. We used to 
So we yeah. could start a bar. We could actually just go to like a, a well, Cincinnati. in a place like UC, it would be big. You yeah, know? lots like, of people would do. Oh, find, okay. find a bar on campus and say, "Hey, we want to work with you to create a Philip K. Dick lookalike contest annual event. You'll get a lot of you know people. Obviously, that would be cool. make a lot of money. That would be fun." Did you ever read? Uh, did you ever read? can't think of it. Scanner Darkly. Uh, I read just like a few paragraphs of it while I was in a store. I saw it okay. like a Barnes and Noble. I saw the movie. But you saw the movie. The thing is, when I read the book, it's kind of funny because the book seemed more intellectual than the movie. It was. It was also like, a I, lot I more read the part. I read the part about the, the gears on the bikes. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of intellectual, and then in the movie, it was just kind of a bunch of idiots. It's funny, yeah. It, I mean, it was um, funny, yeah. The, I, 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 I do recommend the movie, except it's a little bit pornographic. Yeah, there's a lot of nudity in it. <clears throat> I but have a like version where I cut the nudity Well, the whole out. movie is yeah. a cartoon. Yeah. Um, anyway, in the book, <clears throat> he's talking about those costumes that the, the cops wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Shifts. And I remember seeing that said, in the, the shifters. It's like the, different faces keep coming in and out so that like, you can't yeah. recognize people. Mm -hmm. um, and in the book, he says the guy who he went into this long detail of the guy who created the costume mm -hmm. and um, mentioned when, when in the beginning when uh, Keanu Reeves is up there doing the presentation. At that part in the book, he says maybe at that exact moment, his own features had flashed across the costume so that all the people in the crowd saw it. At that part in the movie, Philip K. Dick's face pops up real quickly. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I gotta, you know, I gotta hand, Philip K. Dick, God, he had a hard life. He, he had a drug addiction problem that he struggled with. Yeah. Um, but he really, um, he struggled to understand what it meant to be a man. What yeah. it meant to be human. I mean, he, he also he struggled really, with paranoia. He, he struggled with paranoia, but he also, he had a big... Um, he wanted to know, and, and I think the closest he could come was the empathy. Yeah, like, I mean, this he is had, the difference. He, he really, he he like had this that insight that nobody else has empathy. You don't see animals that go lick each other's wounds. Yeah, ever. Not the way. Yeah. And and I think he he kind of recognized that. It's like, you know what? This this ability to observe, and then based on what you observe, feel what another person's feeling. Nobody does that but humans. Yeah. But anyway, I, I don't know. I you know he read he, story he wrote story after story about it. It, yeah. it came up over and over again. Yeah. In his short stories and his novels. Anyway, I he's one of those that like he never to, I, I mean, I don't think he ever became Catholic or anything like that. No, he didn't even become a Christian. Yeah, I know. He didn't even he was He even said Christian, he but. said about Christianity, he said I, I just I wish I, it's something that I wish were true. Yeah. It's like, 
he had the the human he understood sensibility our for it. Right. Yeah. I, I, and it's like heaven's sakes if, if there was any chance that at, at this like last moment in his life that God could give him a chance he's one of if those there's that one I wish guy would, that I wish take, I could see in heaven yeah. that I doubt mm-hmm. I will it'd be Philip it K. Dick it would be him yeah, I, yeah. He's that's, a, that's what I want to say probably my favorite <laughs> author alright uh, where were we at so now we're <laughs> so have you ever seen this the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, everybody's seen Shawshank. Everybody's seen Shawshank. Okay, so I didn't think like real jailbreak jailbreaks per se actually ever uh-huh. happened anymore. <laughs> okay, there you've got the guy up there. Okay, Wait, this isn't a prison break. This, this is like did. Shawshank prison, but this is a real jailbreak happened where they like, I guess, busted he... into the ceiling of their holding cell. So they re- he really did make kind of some kind of escape route tunnel type thing. It's not like he just wandered yeah. off a of work detail. Yeah, no. It's like <laughs> he he bundled up clothes or like blankets and that kind of stuff to make it look like they were in the beds. Oh, he, went, he did they a went dummy? Up through the ceiling. Yeah, they did the whole dummy That's thing. Cool. Went up through the ceilings in their jail cells. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I kind of almost hope these guys get away with it. I don't know what they did. Yeah. I don't know what they were in prison for. But if it was... If so it they was haven't like, been caught yet? They're still on the run? I don't know. It's a, uh, the exact time of the escape is unclear. Mr. Six said it was either late. They don't even know when they that escaped? Inmates, both from wow. Bent County and Next Order. Yeah. Sheriff's Department is investigating what happened while security arrangements of the jurors are being checked. I guess they don't I, know where they are. I'm yet. trying to, to figure out whether they were caught. I don't think so. You know, I know someone who broke out of jail. Oh, wait a minute, I wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Mark Fox is still... Okay, there's one who's still on the run. Two others have been captured, and a fourth was found dead. Okay, uh, So They got in a fight. That's what I'm thinking. There's the... the Probably the ringleader is the one who's still on the, the run. I know a guy who jailbreak. Really? Broke out of jail. Who? Yeah. Uh, he sure, broke out. I mean, is it okay the, to say? Yeah, probably. He broke out in the 70s, mm-hmm. and he stayed out for 15 years. Meanwhile, fathering two children before they tracked him down and got him again. Wow. Uh, and then he served the rest of his time, and he just got out a couple years ago. So, what was added on for the for breaking out? I don't think much. I don't know. Like a couple. I don't years know. Or that's, wow. That's he was in for murder. <laughs> he was in and, for and murder, you know him, and then he broke you know out directly. From... Yeah. He, how do you, How do you uh, know him? I want to ask his name. But he's how do you know him? Vicky's biological father. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know who he is then. Yeah. Because we've talked about him. Okay. He's kind wow. of a funny old man. He's he's funny to talk to, but is it is is I mean, so what's what's Vicky's relationship with him? Is it like okay now, or uh, does she? You know, like, I mean, he's out of jail and he calls mm-hmm. once a once week, in a while. and every now and then he'll stop by, and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you? I mean, he he's he's, he's a funny a old decrepit man. old man. Yeah, and, he's and old. He's, he's, he's an old man. Funny to now. talk it's to like once somebody, in a while. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a rambler at this mm-hmm. point, but yeah. uh, you know, it, it's just. I guess a, the father she never knew that mm-hmm. she's gonna be nice to because he's 
getting ready to Just die. The other day, yeah, yeah. That's well, you know, that's that's. Uh, you know, she did. He did kill her mother. So I know that's that's the bad that, part. It's but like it, it makes I know it weird. There's a problem there. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> and the fact is, her 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 father that she grew up with raised her and gave her everything that she is now and is still alive and yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, how's it's he doing by the way? He's not doing good. I know. I, I mean, I, I heard that I, he was I, having problems, but... Here's the thing. if I, I, He's not in his right mind, otherwise... And now I feel ashamed. I haven't been pushing him to become a Catholic. Oh, you always feel now, like there's time, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. You feel I'll like, just, I'll, I, I'll him show him time. that Catholics mm -hmm. are okay or whatever. And it's like, I, I wasted that time. But I should have been on him. They were a him. Christian family, though, right? Yeah, they were Christians, but so he was like a minister or something. And but it's he's like, been baptized. He has been baptized. So, so in the end, all it takes is that last-minute conversion. Yeah, but he's, he's got to be in the right either way. Only in his only in his intimate conversation with God. I know, I, but that's how do you I convince someone who doesn't even know what room they're in? That's something I believe. Hey, in. you need to become Catholic. What? What does that even mean? They don't, you know. No, but I, I, I don't know. I, there's, there's nothing in Catholic teaching to support this. But for those who are baptized, I believe God gives people a, a, a deathbed opportunity. I hope. Oh. Yeah. All right. Where are we at? That's it. Okay. So what are we? Oh, doing oh, trivia? oh! We're at trivia. Yeah. Hold you're on. You're so drunk. Huh? I said you're so drunk. I'm not drunk. You are drunk. You gotta stop doing this. What? What makes you think I'm drunk? Because your eyes are going like this now instead of like this. And you keep I, you, know, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't know. You do that. You know what I do? You here's the thing. Your, okay, first of all, slur. here's here's and your you stories know. get more and more boring. <laughs> okay, the boring stories. I I, it's hard to to, uh, argue against. Gage. Um, but the eyes thing. Okay, like right now I'm looking at us. And so I'm, yeah. you're the person I'm talking to, so I'm looking at you. But then yeah. I realize, oh, wait a minute. What I really want to do is be looking at the person who's watching us. So I go like this. Now I'm looking okay. at them. That's All different. Right. But now, hold on, there's more. Now, what I'm really do is is looking at the, the webpage that what I've got you up. Saying? You know, and, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. So... It, it's not a drunkenness thing at all. It's just okay. It looks like it because know, you weren't I, doing that until I agree. You did it looks more like and it. more gradually over the night. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna switch off here. I'm gonna go to the dice roller. Let's go to trivia. Oh, Roll I gotta the die. start my thing. And number two. I gotta start my bard. Hold on. Okay, go ahead and get your chat I up. I've got do... number two now, is I'm, New Testament. I've drunk. got the question ready. Let me know when you're ready. All right, I'm ready. All right. Who was one of the original 12 disciples? Oh, th this is a good question. So we've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Who 
which of the evangelists was one of the original 12 disciples? Okay. I'm going to change the wording of the question. So uh, the which question is, the question is, who was one? Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I, I missed a word. Who was not one of the original 12 disciples? I know that immediately. Okay, Mark. Who was not one of the original 12 disciples? Matthew, Mark, Mark. Luke, or John? Mark. Think Mark? Oh, Luke wasn't either. I think it was Luke, period. I I don't think Mark was one of the original. What's funny is I know 12. Matthew and John. I would not have thought Which Mark of the either. evangelists was not an apostle? That's the question. I'm going to phrase it which that one way. of the yes. gospel writers. Okay, good point. I, I'm still going to stick with Luke. I think Mark was. I don't. I thought Mark was not. I thought he was taught by. I thought we knew who taught him. Oh, wait Matthew. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. I turned the card over. Okay, so you know the whole conversation we've been having? Yeah. So the question technically worded is, who was not one of the original 12 disciples? Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? It didn't say which one, it just said who. And the answer oh, okay. on the back is Luke or Mark. That's what I thought. So both of our both of our senses of that were Young man spot was on. companion of Peter. That's who Mark was, and Luke yep. was one of uh, the a companion of Paul. Okay. <laughs> How about that? We both knew that one. Okay. Yeah, we both knew. Awesome. Um, but you know the thing is, it's like You've got the apostles who were the, um, and and this is this is something to me that um, I don't know how to express it, but the the providence of God, the the channels of revelation versus the channels of authority. So, for example, Mary. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at everything she said and everything that's written about her in the Gospels is a matter of revelation. But she never had a position of authority ecclesiologically, you know, within Christ's church. Yeah. And so you have like Luke and Mark are evangelists. Their Gospels, their Gospel accounts are considered part of the uh, authoritative and revealed and um, inspired gospels of Christ, but they were not the original 12 apostles. I don't even yeah. know if they were bishops. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was wondering. Was Luke even a, a bishop? But but what we do know, I think, is that Mary And spent... Mark was a disciple of Paul. Of Paul, exactly. No, or was, or, I'm sorry. No, no, Luke no, was. I think Paul. I think it was Paul, not Peter. I think you're okay. right. Because there was this, uh, like, like several references to Mark, I, I who left. was also called John. I think that's the evangelist Mark. Uh, let's see. Mark was an apostle of, or a companion to Peter. 
Luke was companion to Paul oh, okay. in his physical I had position. But his Mary, didn't Mary spend a lot of her last years with Luke? I thought she did. I thought that's how we so knew the, all this. That's why Luke knew a lot of the stuff that he did that he wrote right. <clears throat> into his gospel. So it's like, okay, he's not, he doesn't have this juridical authority kind of thing, but through Mary, he is a, a an instrument of revelation. So right. anyway, it's just, <clears throat> it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's, um, uh, it just shows how, how God sort of works. He, you know, he works like, things out. He, he works things out. He, he puts things in place that serve don't, his purpose. Don't worry he, about Pope Francis. God works things <laughs> that's right. out. God works things out. Just don't worry to about serve it. His purpose. Just do your best. All right, folks. Well, Think about what we said, and as always, go raw and circle the beads. Everybody.